Welcome in, you are listening to what could perhaps become the most controversial Keep the Change episode ever. Oh, it's even worse because I don't know what it's about yet. I haven't told Mikey. <laughs> now, I actually, for some context, I made a video on the whiteboard. It took me about four, 30 goes. Ooh. And I, it was probably about four minutes, and I just didn't nail it. And I, it's the first time that I've made a video and been too pussy to post it because I thought I just haven't articulated this well enough. And. I dropped, yeah, dropped me uh, courage and didn't post it. So even I battle with these things, team. Um, so what are the chance? There is a chance that this comes out of the SIM card and doesn't make it to the computer. This will go up. <laughs> this will I go. I promise you that. <laughs> okay, okay. But it is this concept that I see online all the time, and it is people that say, "Fuck paying someone else's mortgage." Oh yeah. And I think, have you even thought about what you're saying? <laughs> this is a controversial one. Yeah. In New Zealand it is. Because it's so the thing we get taught. Oh, fuck paying someone else's mortgage. But I started trying to unpack this in this video and it's so hard to know where to start. But why I was thinking about this, mate, is that I, as I've invested more, I've then got more dividends. And it's kind of dividend season at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I logged into my bank account the other day and I had a $1,400 dividend. From Heartland money, Bank. money just flowing around everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, holy shit. That's quite a lot. That is quite a bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> That's two weeks rent, let's say. It's yeah. probably actually like three. Yeah. And I thought, wow, I'm not paying someone else's mortgage. I'm not even paying rent. The bank, Heartland, or whoever I'm invested in, they're paying that rent for me. Mm. They're paying my landlord's mortgage. But people were like, oh, but 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 you could be paying down a mortgage. Well, I wouldn't be able to invest, would I? Because it would all go to the the sum to to buy the the house to start with. Yeah, I, I think very few Kiwis will experience the feeling of holy shit. I have got quite a sizable dividend, and what it's done for me is that I remember looking at my tax return and, and realised shit, my dividends last year were like 8% of what my income was when I quit my job. It's cool, eh? Yeah. And I don't think enough people talk about this because it's kind of the alternative way. Instead of buying a house, you invest, and then you get a return from those investments, and those subsidise the costs of your life. The government do this with the New Zealand Kiwi Super Fund. Mm -hmm. They're encouraging us to do it with KiwiSaver. Mm -hmm. And in the video, I then went on to say, you know... If you keep thinking like, oh, fuck paying someone else's mortgage, well, like, what else are you going to apply that to? Yeah, this, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. He's like, your own house is a liability. Mm. Investment properties are assets. Your own house is a liability. Gotcha. Because you've got a whole lot of interest to pay on it. That's not, you can't claim anything on it. It's a big Rock payment. Sticks. It's yeah. sucking up your working capital that you can go and use for other things. It's got maintenance bills. It's got all of this stuff. It's going to steal your time. I can tell you, mate, I am renting at the moment and I am really enjoying it, eh? Yeah. We had a hot water cylinder blow the other day. Rang the landlord. Yep, no worries. Put a grunty as one in. Um, We've had like a tap 
break, whatever, just ring them up, they sort it out. And I've owned and lived in my own houses. Yep. And that is not that enjoyable when that happens because I've had it happen myself. Yeah. And especially if you haven't put cash aside. I, right now, where it's different, I think, where in terms of what you're saying, is we go through periods of where when interest rates change and markets change and prices change and everything and like rents can lag or exceed but basically right now it is cheaper to rent yeah because interest rates are right up the mortgage repayment on a house that if you had a mortgage on that house at at 80% or whatever is higher than the rent you're paying to live in that house that's kind of the way that I look at it I just look at cash flow and cash flow out and what it costs me and I don't and yeah, there's an argument that a portion of that repayment on a mortgage goes towards like effectively a savings account equity, but right now that's falling too, so that's mm. not very nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are periods of time in time that mortgages can be cheaper than rent, but at the end of the day, like my rent is really cheap and I live in a really cool house and I can go and do other things with my money. I've yeah. got a rental property, by the way, Yeah, yeah. so I'm still playing that game as well, but yeah, it's a funny one, and it's there's so many more options. You don't have to think like that. It's and that's the key piece. Like we, this whole oh fuck paying someone else's mortgage. You're you're rushing into buying a house to try and solve that narrative in your head, and you're not then thinking, hang on, how else could I do this? Like, what's going to be interesting for me if I continue to invest, and I can get to a point where a lot of my expenses are covered by my passive income? Do you buy a house then? And then, t- then now you've got to pull all that equity, like all that that money out of the stock market. Like I'm gonna have to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really got there myself. Say like you were able to save five hundred grand, let's say, which is not easy to do. Really, really hard. And a lot of people will never be able to do that. And you got an eight percent return on that. And people are like, oh, you can't do that. Well, you can. And there's forty grand a year that you can pull out. That is a large chunk of your living expenses paid for and you never have to worry about yeah mm. but we teach people no you use debt use uh houses because you can debt. yeah leverage <laughs> you can leverage it you know and it's oh, i'll do that and oh, fuck paying someone else's mortgage or oh, like oh fuck paying someone else's uh rent for them because you're buying the food which is then going to the person who created the food like where does that thinking stop and i think the interesting thing is that a lot of people are going to get to retirement they haven't been contributing to KiwiSaver, but they've been paying down their mortgage, for instance, and they're thinking like, oh, well, that, that's the right thing to do. And they're going to get to 65 and realise, like, I can't retire because I don't have any income. Mm. And that's, again, something that I don't think we talk about as a country because it's too scary to actually have those conversations. Like, we kind of have these big news articles every now and then, and everyone's like, yeah, that's a really bad problem. But, like, when you actually start looking into it, you realise, holy shit, we are so underprepared for retirement. But it'll get better as more and more people come through the KiwiSaver system. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I worked this out like ages ago, man, and I have got like some targets on business growth and income growth that have a couple of times have gone far higher. Some year, like last year, wasn't as high as I wanted, but then this year it's going to be double what I wanted sort of thing. So over a period of like a 10-year thing, I want my income to do these certain numbers and then with my capital that I do I want to grow it at like 15 to 20% a year shit yeah so by the time I get to 65 I'm not going to give a fuck 
Yeah, because I won't be able to spend it. That's in my head. That's where I'm planning on being. Yep. I might fuck it up along the way. Um, but to do that and return that kind of number on your capital or on your business, um, like if I had a, a big mortgage, like a one or a $2 million mortgage, I'd be fucked. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it. No. Like, you can't that, invest. That's, nah, I, I can't. I'd, everything I earned, I couldn't, I couldn't take step back and be like, I need to spend 50 grand on this in the business to do this and achieve this number next year because it would be going towards the mortgage. And I couldn't take risks and dumb shit like shorting the share market and buying Bitcoin, you know, to yeah. try and get my 20% return on my capital. Um, but right now I'm beating that stuff. So yeah. fuck, you know, mm. if I can keep that going for 20 years, which is probably unlikely, but if I can keep it going, then yeah. it's going to work out better than owning my $1.5 million home in Pamir. Buy a house, pay down the mortgage. Like, what do you learn? Like, it's a one-trick pony. It's like, it's the... It sounds really bad, but like, when you have when you invest, you're thinking growth. When you're paying down debt, you're thinking contraction. So when you're investing, mm, yeah, you're learning. People still buy a house thinking growth. Yeah. Because but, they believe they're going to get capital gain. And most do, and that's why people do it, right? And so therefore, I think, well, then they should pay tax on that because they've got an intention to make a profit. I kind of, I kind of agree... With that a little bit, except it's, it's ownership and property ownership, and I don't, yeah. I I went through a period of believing in a capital gains tax, but now I believe that the government has too much fucking money and wastes too much of it, and they don't need any more, because they'll just fuck it up anyway. Mm. So I'd, Could happen. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think it's coming at some point, but yeah, um, that's a different different topic, but... <laughs> but um, so yeah, I just I just think don't close your mind off like that. That's yeah, all. That's I it. think if you want a house and you want a mortgage, it's completely fine. Hundred percent. Understand that it's going to limit you in other areas. That's the conversation I have with people as a mortgage broker. Nice. I'm like, cool. Let's look at your scenario now. Right. Do you know when we've got the mortgage payment? It's going to look like this. There's. It's going to suck this part of your life away. Is that okay? And are you okay with that for you know? 30, it's going to be a thirty year mortgage. We can. Or we're, normally we're talking about twenty to twenty five because I try and reduce people's lending terms. Um. And, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, yeah, because in a year I'm going to be on this in this role and on this pay rise, and then all of a sudden it's looking really good and they can go and do these other things and travel or, you know, invest extra savings or whatever. But sometimes people are like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's not, that's serfdom. Mm. Not really keen on that. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm not advocating for don't buy a house and do nothing. I'm try. I tried to make a video to be like, there are other ways to live life. Like if you trap yourself in the, oh, fuck, paying someone else's mortgage, it's such a stupid mentality anyway because you don't even own the home. Like you, you own the right to the mortgage. Yeah. If you, oh, okay, if you are renting like that, it from the bank, you are. <laughs> Try not paying a mortgage. See what happens. Yeah. Then, fi- then find out who owns the home. Yeah. That's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, fuck. Well, like, why are you paying the bank then? Yeah. If you don't want to pay someone else's mortgage, like a landlord, well, then like, why are you paying your own? <laughs> Just don't even pay the bank. See what happens. Yeah. I, then, I then find out who owns the home. And like, I went through some. I planned it out and I went through some changes over the last three years by going renting, <clears throat> not paying a mortgage, selling off a rental, putting the cash into the business, growing the business. And now we rent this like gangster house, live like an epic life and with no debt pressure, like in terms of big mortgages or anything. And it's so nice. Yeah. And my where my brain uh, unlocks to now of what we can do next in terms of the steps I want to take is so much more unlimited than it, than if it was that if I had like a million dollars worth of debt sitting in my back pocket. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's really underrated. I also, um, I also have mad respect for people that want to go after it and if they want to use leverage, I mean, just be fucking careful, eh? Because if you get it wrong, it's wrong. Mm. And it's really hard to come back from. But I've got, I, like, anyone who wants to be a capitalist, fucking legend. I'm all for it. But just think, like, can you be a better capitalist? <laughs> and is there a better vehicle to do it in? Is this the only vehicle? Are there other vehicles? Because um, often, like, fuck that, pay some. why would I pay someone else's mortgage isn't the answer, eh? I think for too long we have only looked at property as a speculation and a, and a way to get ahead. It's, beautiful, it's been a beautiful 40-year one-way bet, man. Yeah. Like, you can't deny it. Um, we're just in a bit of a different time right now, that's all. Yeah, and unfortunately then that means that people don't get encouraged to look at different options. Disclaimer from both of us too, you know, we both obviously um, had, get get paid really well and really yeah, pro business, like yeah, pretty so pretty biased, hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. And you, like you said, yeah, if people want to buy a house. Like I'm, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying don't get caught in that. Like where do you 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 take you learn that from someone? Like oh fuck, paying someone else's mortgage. But mm. if you actually slow down and unpack that and be like, okay, so what does that actually mean to you? And and how long? And what other things are you going to apply that to? But we're always trying to teach people to think about what you may want from life and then how you can go about getting those things, mm. right? Yeah, yeah I, I think... I feel like I've won this year because we renewed our lease and it didn't go up. And yeah. I was like, mean, everyone that's got a mortgage, their cost of living's going up. I just fixed mine. I just locked mine in for another year. Yeah, I did the same. Mm. I actually said to you, I was like, I'm going to ask my guy for a discount. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that didn't go down well, but we <laughs> locked it in for another year, so... Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, so then I've got a fixed cost, and so then I'm okay, cool. And you know, I yeah, people obviously they want to buy a house because they want the capital to increase. But the other thing that's not spoken about is yeah, but if you sell that house, I mean, I suppose it is spoken about, but you sell that house, you buy into the same market, you're not making any money, and you're you're not doing anything to create that. It's housing inflation. You're not good at something like it's just literally what the market does for you. Yep, you might be able to pull a few levers and buy the right house at the right time or do it up and make it into a bit more but unless you move a region or something and cash out your profit and then go buy in a cheaper market you're not really any further ahead yeah you probably just then end up rolling it into a bigger mortgage buying and buying and selling in the same market uh with that is all run by the same banks and interest rates and you like as in all of new zealand even the regional thing doesn't really have an argument because uh, unless Auckland goes up by fifty percent, and you know Tauranga goes up by ten percent, and that's your, there's your, I guess there's your yeah. gap. But yeah, if they move, and you know, synchronicity is that the word? Is now yeah. synchronicity, <laughs> synchronization. If they move in synchronization, like they have over the last couple of years, you just you don't really win either. Like you know, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, just something that I I. I started to see quite a bit when I was posting videos on TikTok and stuff and people would be commenting like, oh, fuck, paying someone else's mortgage. And I thought, have these people actually thought about like what they're saying to themselves? Yeah, I'd, I'd say like there's an above 80% chance that I'll probably buy a house and have a mortgage on it one day. Yeah, I mean... Same. But it's when I'm... It's probably, in my head, it's probably when I've got a lot of other things sorted first. Yeah, yeah. It's good, like... One of the best things I ever did was like flip around my whole mindset into like go and sort these out first and mortgage later, mm. which is the opposite of society, right? Society is like get the house as early as possible. 
you've got that in, you've got your ha- on the, on the doorstep, you're on. Um, but yeah, fuck, I tell you what, it was real tough for a while there. Well, house prices were going up, mate. Even I was getting the FOMO. Same. I was looking yeah. at stuff to buy, being like, fuck, have I made the wrong decision here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just got to yeah. hold your guns and... Exactly. And actually think, like, the point of the video was, you know, to try and encourage people to actually think for themselves and go, what what do I want? Uh, and, you know, I want to buy, much like you, I want to buy a house that I want. Same. I don't, I, I've lost, I actually, it's weird as a mortgage broker, but I, I truly, I love New Zealand's housing market. I love the financialization of it. I really enjoy the numbers and stuff, but I have zero care for a box of wood, eh? Yeah, well, that's also the thing that I think about is, I, you go. Oh, I just like I walk into some places that are meant to be worth like two million dollars, and I don't see two million dollars. I'm the same. Yeah, I truly don't. And yeah. I shitholes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but people are so emotional to it. Yeah. Sometimes I see stuff, and it's like some of these places. I've just been. I've seen some places out in like Coatesville or Whitford and whatever. And they're fucking beautiful, like masonry and all this. They look like they belong on the beachfront in Florida. Yeah. And I like that. But I don't have 10 mil yet. Mm. And, and, and like, it's like until I can afford it, then I don't really give a fuck about anything else. Yes. That's how I think. So I'm like, I'm not going to put that much time and effort into it. I've got a client who's got a house that's worth, he's been offered over $10 million for it. Fuck. It's a lot of ton. Yeah. And he's showing me around it and he doesn't even really like it. No. Like, Oh, they did this poorly. Oh, they, they rushed that. Oh, that's fucked me off. Oh, the carpet's shit. I <laughs> fucking shouldn't have got that one. And I'm just like, holy moly, someone wants to give you over $10 million for this property. Yeah, crazy, eh? But also, what I think about, mate, sometimes is, um, you know, how people, they're so emotionally attached to their building and they're like, oh, it's worth this and it's, you know, and they're like, oh, so full on. And then literally, sometimes you'll drive past something you're like, oh, that building got knocked over. It's It's gone. And you think, Oh, so was it really worth all of that? Because now it's gone. <laughs> and it really fucks with my head. I'm like, that's such, it's such a hard thing to try and explain, like how we give these things all this value, yeah. but then someone could come along with a bulldozer yeah. and go like, oh, I just took down your $2 million uh, property. It's the land gone. is the only scarce part. That's the problem. Mm. Like the, the land is the part that can't be built again. It's not like we can reclaim half the ocean. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's why that's the really valuable part. Yes, it... There is value in the in the building because it takes labour and materials and things like that. But the reality is, it can be bowled down and built, rebuilt again in a different spec or whatever. Yeah, um, it doesn't hold, you know, that kind of value as in scarcity. Um, but yeah, I just I just think yeah, that mindset's no good, eh? Like switch it around and open your head up to it. Yeah, and I I think the if you rush into buying a house. Then you've got to subscribe to the nine to five like risk free mentality of oh but I need I need to be able to pay my mortgage so I'm going to do this or whatnot and so many people go down that path and that's just the average Kiwi life so then just expect to have the average Kiwi life yeah or decide like no I want to do things differently and think from the start okay how am I going to go about this and you know there'll be people that they all they want to do is, is own their own home and that's completely sweet like mm. you, this podcast doesn't really help you at all it's it's you're probably going to miss me and be like oh you've missed this or we missed that or whatever it's for people that are trying to think differently and go ha ah, yeah okay why did I get taught that what's all that about are there other ways to do things like of course they are there yeah are. I'm, I'm not actually like slating housing my business <laughs> relies on it yeah um but I just think that way of thinking is not right yeah 
What is cool though is when I sit down with young guys and now that are buying their first homes and stuff, they've all got twenty five grand sharesies or hatch or you know like that's been a part of their their thing now and yeah, that's cool to see because yeah, that teaches cool. stuff and Definitely. that'll be ingrained in society and then the next generation that rolls through it's just it's going to become normal. Yep. Rightio, mate. Twenty minutes of uh, of that topic that I just sprung on you there. Not not slating housing team. No. If you want a house, go for it. It's, yeah, a, it's exactly. definitely a, a thing that people want to do. So, But just think about it. If um, Is renting that much different for what you're wanting to achieve? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the, like, the anti-rent mentality just seems a bit narrow-minded or it's not it's not all that bad. And there's also there's a lot of good that comes with renting in terms of you know not having to spend a whole heap of time fucking picking up all the leaves that have, you know, <laughs> or had to clean my mum's gutters out the other day. Paying the higher interest rates. The higher interest rates. Sucking up the falling house price. Oh, shit. Oh. Um, it's cold. It's, <laughs> it's cold. This place is cold. I need to get it insulated. What's that going to cost? Oh, it's going to be five grand. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll do that. Oh, yeah, I'll finance that. Oh, now you're paying a mortgage and you're paying a credit card down or a Q card or whatever, you know. You like, just can't help yourself. No. We've got to get off this stuff. Yeah. But the, the purpose of the video was to try and get people thinking and just what other stupid-ish sayings have you adopted from somewhere and not actually thought... What's that about? Because really, like when you're paying a mortgage, you're you're paying that to the bank. You're paying people's salaries. So what are you then like? Oh fuck, paying someone else's salary. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what you're doing. You're either paying rent to a landlord or interest. Everything's a business. Yeah. Rightio, mate. Chingy, right there to take us out. Club. Like it'll be seen, she got it honest. In real life, girl, remind me of Pocahontas.